This isn't for your eyes. Welcome to another fantastic episode of Groovy Coolies podcast. I am the hilarious Mr. Griff, and joined with me as always is the handsome Dave. Hello. Uh, if this is your first time listening to our podcast, thank you for checking it out. Uh, hopefully, it's not your last. The episode this week is Puppet Master, which is. How best to describe Puppet Master? I've got a fondness for old movies, bad movies by today's standards. Um, and bad movies by yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I've managed to convince Dave to embark on this wonderful, beautiful journey where we're going to attempt to watch some of these older classics and uh, hopefully enjoy them. Using the term classics as generously as possible. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, first up we watched uh, Puppet Master, which is the 88 films, a Blu-ray version. Now I'd like to go into all the details and tell you the newly restored this, that and the other bollocks, but I don't understand what any of it means. <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with all the technical terminology of future qualities. Nah, so we'll skip that a bit. We'll just get straight into the movies. Look. I mean, we could see it yeah yeah the picture quality yeah. is good it, it was, for a film that was yeah, made yeah, in definitely. when was it 1980 I think it was 87 we'll go with 7 because I can't on. see it on the back as always we've done plenty of research oh, tons of research yeah research. I'm not just sitting here with the blu-ray case in my hand reading stuff off the back <laughs> <coughs> we did watch it I mean yeah what more do you want yeah. <laughs> we watched it and now we're going to talk about it yeah. Uh, so yes, Alex Whitaker and three other gifted psychics are investigating rumours that the secret life has been discovered by master puppeteer André Toulon. But the psychics quickly discover Toulon's secret of death in the form of five killer puppets, <laughs> each one uniquely qualified for murder and mayhem. Now I'm just going to point you out this qualified for murder and mayhem <laughs> you need to be qualified for murder and mayhem that's what it says on the back yeah, but I, I mean maybe I shouldn't go into it now because it's right at the front of the episode oh, but... well they give us a bit of a, a description for okay, each yeah. so we'll, we'll come back to the description of each so you can all get a rough idea of who's who um, 
and I think the term psychics is used used rather freely. They seem to be a bunch of fucking bungling idiots. Yeah, there's one woman that reads tarot cards, and she has a really, really creepy, weird fucking taxidermy dog. dog. <laughs> what is that about? <laughs> no idea. Um, yeah, so basically, the film starts, and we see this gentleman with interest in hair. I don't think it's a hair piece. I think it's his actual hair. The guy who made the puppets? The uh, old guy? No, we start with the old guy first. I, I completely forgot about starting with the old guy. I was going to the guy that was having a dream. Uh, yes, we start back in during war times. I believe it was back late. Nazis are involved. Yeah, so I did pay close attention to the exact date. I was ordering food at the time. <laughs> yeah, he was somewhat distracted by ordering pizza. Um, but back in Nazi times, so you know, roughly in that window, because there's Nazis involved, so any time in between Nazi times, they uh, some Nazis turn up dressed up all in black, so secret Nazis, so probably SS Nazis. Um. They were just German. And <laughs> <Nazis>. <laughs> Whenever a German is portrayed in a film, they're always Nazis. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. It's a German bad guy. They're Nazis. What about Hans Gruber from Die Hard? Was he a Nazi? He's probably a closet Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, carry on, sorry. Yeah, doesn't that tie up with like? Who's, who's the bad guy in Die Hard 3? Oh, I don't know. Because that's got loads of racist shit in it. Yeah. So it must be some relation to Hans Gruber. It must be like a distant cousin or something, and it ties up with my Nazi <laughs> theory. It's a solid theory. I don't know. We'll have to look into it. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. So we've got this old fella, um, Andre Toulon, we find out he is, and basically he's making some puppets. Um, he's obviously already got a collection of a couple, and he's building one in particular, and somehow it's not explained but he rubs his hands over this puppet's head and lo and behold the puppet becomes sentient sentient yeah it, it, it lives it, it moves its multiple faces he's like his face is comprised of three parts and oh is that the guy that spins his head around yeah he just, he's got like a, his top head his yeah. eyes his top head it's all his head his top part of his head his middle bit is like his eyes and the bottom bit's like his chin so the three parts spin around separately but yeah he suddenly starts spinning his head around and pulling funny faces and weird stuff and then yes some we see lots of low shot camera that that puppet in particular he's I'm pretty sure he's only got two faces shocked and sassy shocked and sassy (laughs) he does tend to walk around with his mouth either fully like shocked Open. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Oh. Just, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're then given low camera angles suggesting there's something low to the ground running around, and obviously, as the film is titled Puppet Master, it kind of leads us to believe it's probably a puppet. And it's running around the hotel full of people, but apparently, nobody sees him. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. I mean, they're not that small, really. No, they're, they're good, you know, I don't know, eight inches? Yeah, like a small dog. Yeah, and they're just running around and, you know, they're standing upright and essentially you would not weird looking. You yeah. would notice one if it, if it walked past you. It's, you know, 
if a if a rat was to scurry past your feet, you'd notice. And if this, it's not that big to scurry past <laughs> yeah, you would definitely notice. Yeah. And if these tiny little doll people are running past, you're probably going to notice. Yeah. But anyway, the, the the whichever puppet it is has apparently noticed the Nazis come in and they're trying to forewarn. Again, German people. Not entirely sure if they're Nazis. <laughs> Okay, uh, we'll refrain from calling them Nazis. We'll call them German people to be polite. But I mean, they could just be like, I don't know. No, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm interested in why why you haven't latched on for the Nazis thing. Well, because of the lack of uniforms and the fact they were just German people. That's because they're secret Nazi police. Secret Nazi police. <laughs> I mean, they could be. I'm not discounting it. But what uh, I'm saying is we can't, ass- we can't assume they were Nazis. <laughs> Just because they were German. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should have put the subtitles on so I could understand what they were saying because yeah. I don't speak German. They were speaking English. Were they? I think so, yeah. I thought they were talking German. <laughs> I'm a bit hard of hearing, so maybe I just didn't hear them properly. <laughs> I think we should watch this film again. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I quite understood what was going on. Anyway, these... Germans, the mean business, and they're wearing all black and marching step together. They're <laughs> totally not Nazis. They were marching step together. <laughs> they were. There were specific shots of them both going left, right, oh, left, okay. right together. Yeah. <laughs> um, so these Germans, they're not Nazis. Um, I didn't say they weren't Nazis. We <laughs> can't assume they were Nazis. <laughs> they head off to Andre Toulon's bedroom i don't know how they know his hotel room but they they go in and we've got this low camera as you know shots of one of these puppets running around and he's going to try and forewarn him boundary too long is already switched on he already knows he's packing up all his alive puppets and hiding them in a wall and once they're all packed away he goes and sits in a chair with his little pistol and maybe at this point i should inform you that this is going to be full of spoilers, so if you haven't seen it, you want to watch it. Breaking news, I've just looked up the plot synopsis of Puppet Master and they are actually Nazis. <laughs> Woohoo! I know it's a Nazi when I see one. <laughs> so I apologise for making sure that you weren't being politically incorrect. <laughs> So yes, the Nazis are about to burst into his room. Andre Toulon is sat in his chair with a pistol and it's all going to go down. But then Andre Toulon pulls the pistol on himself and blows his brains out all over the wall. Which I thought was a bit weird because I assumed this Andre Toulon guy was going to be like the main guy as he's the puppet master. Yeah, you'd think he'd be in it throughout. Yeah. No. Apparently he's just pulling the strings metaphorically from beyond the grave. Ooh, yeah, I haven't thought about that. Yeah. But there we are, yeah, he's, he's the, the, the puppet master is dead. And so we jump to present day, which is 1987. Yeah. <laughs> and one of these psychics, uh, that's part of a group that we get introduced to later, is fast asleep in a chair. And he's having a dream. Is to do with the great hair? The great hair, that's totally not a hair piece. But yeah. And uh, he's having a dream, and in the dream, he sees these, this vision. I'm not entirely sure what happens in the vision, I can't remember. He sees lots of visions because he's psychic. But I think this one, he sees one of the other psychics they haven't seen for years dancing with some woman. 
and then the guy pulls the gun on her and says that you know you can't save her and then his red his white shirt starts spouting blood and then he opens his shirt up and there's leeches eating him and then he wakes up because he's only dreaming but then did they, they they for some reason they all start getting together Again, I was ordering pizza at the Spencer. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure why, but for some reason, the, this clique of psychics is supposed to then reconvene at the hotel where we saw Andre Toulon. Um, oh, we do get intro- introduced as well before they go to the hotel to a really interesting couple. They're apparently also psychics. Oh, yeah. The weird sex fiend lady yeah. and the guy that's totally not interested. Yeah. Um, the guy. I don't know. I'm comfortable in my my own skin and my body, and I know what I like. And he's not a man that I would say I find remotely attractive. However, the woman wasn't too bad. Yeah. For 1987, she was a good-looking woman. A bit weird. A bit weird, but you know. But they're doing these. They're doing this weird test where they've got some other girl on a bed, and they're playing with some rather amusing IT instruments. Yeah, it made no sense whatsoever, just <laughs> blinking lights. And... Like in the old sci-fi movies where they just had massive consoles with loads of blinking lights and people would like tap stuff. Yeah, and it all made sense. Probably. It all, all made sense. But apparently this machine boosted psychic yeah. capabilities. And you could tell that the, both, both the women were psychic because they held their hands to the temples. To, to show project their psychic, their psychic waves. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, the guy has basically asked the woman to think of her deepest, darkest fantasy in vivid detail, and then the pair of them are supposed to be able to try and decipher her thoughts through the lights on the yeah, through the lights on the monitors. And he's picking up some filthy stuff apparently. Whereas his girlfriend, I'm assuming, because they're definitely together, yeah. but they're not married. I don't think. But his girlfriend, yeah, they're. Uh, She's not picking up anything, but he's picking up all kinds of dirty. He's loving it. And then you get introduced to, that's it, the weird woman with the dog. Yeah. The... One of the reasons I picked up this film is because Barbara Crampton's in it. And as you already know, I really like Barbara Crampton. I didn't check what role she's got in this movie. <laughs> and uh, Barbara Crampton is just woman at carnival, and she's literally in it for maybe three minutes. Yeah, it's <laughs> If that, she's getting her palms read by the crazy dog lady with some other guy that plays man at carnival. (laughs) (laughs) And the woman at the carnival has a vision. And apparently all these people having visions means that they need to go somewhere. Um, It's it's almost like a knockoff shining kind of vibe. Yeah, kind of. They're getting pulled to the hotel by this weird psychic ability that they've got yeah well they get there and they get introduced this woman who apparently has married one of the other psychic friends and this Alex Whitaker and turns out dun 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 Alex is dead and they've all been called there because Alex wants them to be there for the funeral um which is a bit weird. Mm. Not as weird as his casket. Yeah, he had a bit of a weird thing going on with his casket. Would you like to explain his casket? Well, he's lying there in an open casket sort of scenario. And 
the open part of the casket had a painting of the Last Supper, right? Yeah. Which is quite weird. I don't understand why people would do that. Yeah. I mean, when you're dead, you can't see it. Yeah. So is it for people that are going there? But surely if people are going there to look at your body, they're saying to to you, not looking at the pretty Last Supper drawing yeah. on yeah. the inside of your casket. Yeah. I don't understand that. It's yeah. a bit weird. And wasn't it like a weird turquoise blue colour yeah, casket yeah, as well? The colour didn't affect me so much as the last other painting, come on. Oh, the colour was uh, yeah, added to it for me, I think. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a turquoise casket. Right. <laughs> Not that I've seen many caskets. Connoisseur of the caskets. Casket connoisseur. Um, what happened then? Some stuff. Uh, Yes, they all sit down to have dinner. Um, tarot card reading woman, I forget her name. I didn't catch any of the names, to be honest. Yeah. Tarot card reading woman is a bitch to the married woman. Yeah. Um, and then they all go to bed. Yeah. After their dinner. Pretty much, yeah. The two, the weird sex couple have sex. The weird, oh, that's it. The weird sex couple get introduced to the bed, the, into the, to their room. And... The woman has the ability to pick up on vibes. She picks up vibes from touching stuff. So she sort of sits down on the bed and then she starts sort of rolling around and cupping her one breast and giving her a good honk. And uh, because some celebrity couple have had sex on the bed. And like, she's obviously keen. She's, yeah. you know, feeling it. And her other half's just like, meh, again? Not right now. Ugh, not feeling it. Yeah. And then there's another bit later where she's in the bath. She's, she's having a bath in the bedroom and she's, you know, naked because she's in the bath. And she's all, oh, yeah, there was, during the war, there was two lesbian women, a lesbian couple. They were in this bath and they spent all this time together. And he's all like, meh, moving on. Like, completely not interested. Yeah. I don't understand. They do get around, like, seconds later. Yeah, but they get around as part of, like, an experiment. Yeah. Was it it's a like sexual experiment? A sexual experiment, yeah. Before? Apparently, by engaging in sexual relations together, <clears throat> this psychic ability of theirs can be enhanced. I'm not sure if they were trying to pull off the kinky shit because they thought he was into the kinky shit. Um, this Alex fella, basically because Alex is dead, they're trying to communicate with him to see where his research was left off. But apparently they're trying to bump uglies to make this connection stronger and to reach out to him. But then they get into some kinky stuff. I'm not sure if that's because Alex was into kinky stuff or by practicing the kinky stuff it makes a connection or whether it was just the kinky stuff makes it stronger. I don't know what that was about. What, what was, did you get any vibe by that? Or were you just like, these people are fucking weird and they're just doing kinky shit? Yeah, I, I don't know. Goodness, weird. <laughs> Didn't think too much about it. Uh, I, just, mean, yeah. I don't think that weird, in all fairness. I mean, they were weird themselves, but what they were doing wasn't all that weird. Yeah. Oh no, the, the 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 whole kinky sex thing was fine. I didn't understand the logic behind it. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. something that threw me a bit. Because if they just gotta have sex, they might go to all the trouble of like if they're really desperately after finding the secrets, yeah. whatever the secrets are, mm-hmm. then when they just get right down into it, it's not like they you know he's got to make an effort. Yeah. But apparently they yeah they go through this whole yeah. Yeah, so she's tied him up to the bed and blindfolded him. And then we can't wait somebody else. 
Yeah. yeah. The tarot, tarot reading lady alone in the room with her weird fucking, fucking talk. <laughs> doing some tarot reading. And Predicting some shit because she's psychic. Then the guy with the good hair, he's in his room and he's he can't sleep because of the weird kinky sex stuff going on in the room next to his. Even though in a, a full, fully empty hotel. Pretty like a, big hotel. Yeah, like four-story hotel, yeah. if not more. And they all have to be in the room next to each other to hear each other having sex. Which is, a, yeah. keep each other awake. A bit odd. You'd think they'd be a bit, you know... I mean, it's a really bizarre concept, because apparently they're all connected psychically. Yeah. Which is why they've been called back to this mm. place, because this guy... I mean... That's why they all had the visions. So... Well, it was in our fight about the penthouse suite. Yeah. Why, why were they... Uh, you know, all so close together, and then psychically, why are they making all that racket? You'd think they'd be a bit considerate of their neighbours, yeah. but then they're making all this racket, know full well that psychically they know. Yeah. If all these psychics are as shit out psychics as they can be, they know exactly what's going on in the next room. But then, by that rationale, they'd know they were going to die in that hotel, so they avoid it like the plague. Touche! <laughs> what a flaw! I hadn't thought about that! If they were very good psychics, they'd know they were going to die and wouldn't go. So there we are, they were shit psychics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we get introduced to. Uh, we're probably skipping along with this at quite a nifty yeah, yeah. pace, yeah. Um, mostly because it's late and there's really not a lot to talk about with this so, film there's not much to unpack with but the master unfortunately um, we get introduced to some of the puppets so let me let me give you a brief um, this is off the back cover um, yeah what did they say about the puppets again so we've got Tunneler has a nasty habit of boring holes in people with his drill bit head so yeah this guy's essentially got a dentist drill for a head and I'm pretty sure he's in a Nazi uniform he's in some sort of uniform yeah. Probably not. Uh, leech woman regurgitates killer leeches that suck her victims dry. Um, when we first see leech woman, I was like, oh, cool, look, it's a lady doll. Yeah. And then she turns pretty fucking gross pretty quick. Yeah. Can I have a take a look at the... You can, indeed. Okay. So each one of these puppets, it says on the, on the blurb of the bar, each one is uniquely qualified for murder and mayhem. Now, Leech Woman, she's uniquely qualified for murder and mayhem if the target is completely incapacitated. <laughs> I mean, it takes a while for these leeches to come out. Yeah. And even so, they're leeches. It takes a while to suck them dry. Yeah. I mean, the twice Leech Lady comes into, into play. Use. Yeah. yeah. The first time, the guy's tied to a bed and literally can't move and doesn't even realise there's leeches on him for a good three minutes <laughs> he thinks it's all part of the kinky sex yeah. and the second time the guy's well I don't want to go into jump too far ahead too far ahead but, but he's also pinned exactly so mayhem I mean it's not really on her agenda all that much <laughs> and the, the puppet with the weird two faces that can just spin his head around he doesn't do any murder. Oh my god! He just He's just always murder. shocked by how badly people are being treated. He gets shocked and he looks sassy once. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry. Back to what we were saying. Yes, we see uh, Leech Woman. Uh, where have we gone? Pinhead. 
strangles his enemy with his powerful vice-like hands. So this is like a full-on hench dude puppet with a minuscule head. Big, huge, fuck-off hands, tiny head. Uh, Blade has a gleaming hook for a hand and a razor-sharp knife for the other. A razor-sharp knife is a fucking understatement. That yeah, thing yeah, yeah. is so fucking sharp. Yeah. I mean, Blade's pretty cool, in all fairness. Jester, the ruthless brains of the bunch, is absolutely merciless. I assume Jester's supposed to be the spinny round yeah. face guy. How is he merciless? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's that sassy, because he's so <laughs> fucking sassy. <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, no, I don't understand that. I'm just, just going to read that again. <laughs> Jester, the ruthless brains of the bunch, is absolutely merciless. Okay, so without giving too much away, um, I think Jester is probably the only one that's not involved in killing anybody. Yeah, Jester doesn't have a kill to his name. No. So whether he's like a Charles Manson type figure and he just leads the group and persuades them, the other dolls through his sassy. Shockness. Shockness <laughs> to kill. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, we, we we got the the couple. That's it. We got the couple with the kinky sex bit. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden, while they're in the middle of going out, they notice the doors open. Before this, though, Blade, the guy with a hook for a hand and a razor sharp knife, he's dragging chairs <laughs> to different doors. <laughs> I forgot about this yeah. bit. So he's using his hook to drag chairs to different doors throughout the hotel to look through the keyholes to see who's in there, what they're doing. <laughs> now, that's got to take a while. Dragon chair. Yeah. I mean, this guy's what? Five inches tall? Yeah. He's not very big. There's not a lot to him. So, you know, I take my hat off to him really being able to drag chairs. But the thing I found really interesting is whenever he got excited... Yeah, his eyes would pop out. He'd get little, he's, he's almost um, like pins for eyes, for yeah. pupils. They would like shoot out. Like, so when he sees the couple having sex, his pupils pop out. Like a fucking cartoon pins. character. Like, like a cartoon character, yeah, of eyes, like, woo! Yeah, yeah. Um, which I thought was quite amusing. But yeah, he's dragging around chairs. I don't know, I know everybody's doing crazy tarot card woman's reading tarot cards with a dog tarot cards drinking wine with a weird dog yeah. and uh, yeah it cuts the sexy couple doing sexy things and she notices the doors open she's not like somebody's in here he's like who untie me so I can have a look around and of course she doesn't untie him because that, be that would be the sensible thing to do instead she drops off the bed and she's having a look around and she decides to look under the bed. And at first she sees nothing, but then she sees something. Except she obviously can't believe her eyes because she, she has... Doesn't, she doesn't react to this <laughs> fucking puppet run towards her with a drill for her face. She's got a good 10 seconds to get over there. We see there's some stuff under the bed and obviously, um, what's the drill head's name again? Tunneler. Tunneler, there we are. Tenler is under the bed he's behind something and he pops out and she sort of sees him and he charges up his drill because he's got to start it it's not just a case of it runs you hear it you know as it's starting and then he starts running at her well anybody else with any common sense would have got out of the way but apparently 
she was too shocked. It was too shocking. That's what I'm putting it down to. Yeah. She was too shocked. I mean, she was I just in the throes of passion. And now there's some weird drill-headed doll running at you. Yeah. Anyway, she fucking croaks it. We don't really see it. I just realised we've skipped an entire kill. An entire kill already? Yeah. Which one do we miss? Pinhead with the poker fire. The oh, fire yeah. Stick thing. Uh, we'll come back to that one. Yeah, because we've not even described the character that got killed, so I mean, we could just skip over that. Yeah, time. we didn't have to talk about that bit, but we will talk yeah. about that bit, because, you know, the kills are, you know, the interesting part. Yeah. Um, so, of course, the guy's still strapped to the bed. And, uh, yeah, he's not sure what's going on. But then, Leech Woman. Is that her actual name? Yeah, I have to keep this close. Yes, Leech Woman. Oh, Boom, I remember that one. The leech woman turns up and starts like kissing his body because obviously he's naked. He's just been in the throes of sweet, sweet lovemaking, and uh, he's loving it. He apparently can't tell the difference between this an actual human, an actual woman doll. with proportion mouth to a tiny little doll face mouth. Um, but then she starts regurgitating leeches, which, to be fair to the effects department, is pretty well done it's yeah. they've obviously I mean I did have a mouth for a pizza at the time yeah I did notice you have to like look away a little yeah. bit um yeah and then he starts freaking out because obviously the leeches are chewing on him um we'll go back to the kill we missed just because you know you don't need to miss out um do you want to take this one seems like you remembered it well, I remember that bit, but I don't remember who the person was because they weren't really. Uh, it was the maid. Oh, it was the maid. Yeah, and she, she was like, the stuck thing. in the fire. No. Right. Okay. I. I <laughs> she's there. One of the puppets is has like one of those metal sticks used to poke fires. <laughs> Poker. Poker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, she gets hit in the head with it. Yeah, I think he sort of plays the piano and freaks her out a bit, so it's a bit of a... She hears the piano and she's, oh, what's that? Frightened. Goes and has a look. Comes back. The poker's missing. I went for a piss and I came back. And it was already happening. I think I saw the kill for them. Uh, maybe that should be like time. a thing for future episodes of like, pause it when we're doing stuff. And yeah, like, it's good idea. Yeah. Actually, like ordering pizza and... Pay attention, go for a piss. piss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so he clocks her on the head. We see like the poker raised and a clonk on the head and a spray of blood into the fire. Um, who croaks it next? It's the weird tarot lady and the dog. Next, yeah, she's in the corridor and she meets up with the guy with, with the cool hair. Yeah, he's wondering about. He can't sleep because obviously there's all sex going on next door. Except it's not sex anymore, it's the man whinging because the leeches are leeching him alive. The leeches are eating him alive. Yeah, so he's wandering about and she's wandering about with her weird fucking dog. Um, she offers him to come back to her room for some. Rumpy Pumpy. It's all a very sexy film, there's lots of, you know, sexual referencing and. Everybody's got her on the brain. Uh, he refuses. 
politely. He politely yeah. declines. Yeah, He's a gentleman. Yeah, yeah, He's not a dick. He's, you know, yeah. uh, no, I think I'd rather go for a walk. Yeah. Yeah. Right, you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> off with some free loving. <laughs> From what I can gather, he's not married, he hasn't got a girlfriend. What's he playing at? To be honest, my dog would put me off too. Well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah you, could, you could do something with a dog, though. Yeah, yeah. I imagine she'd okay, put yeah. it back in that you weird leave, bag of his. You leave the dog outside. <laughs> <laughs> the dog can stand guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so he refuses. Um, she goes back to her room, uh, takes a look around, sees the corpse of the person who died. Oh yeah, I forgot all about this shit. Yeah. The corpse keeps moving around. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have to make notes and pay more attention next time. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, so the guy that's supposed to be dead, um the the obviously all the psychics are a bit like, ooh, we're not sure if he's dead. So the tarot card woman takes this really long like knitting needle and like pokes it into his heart and his chest and you know, probably make sure there is in there so that if he is dead that you know he's not getting up anytime soon. And he apparently she, you know, he is dead. Um, but then we see him later at one point where he's just sitting up in an armchair and his wife faints because she sees him and of course he's supposed to be dead and then Tarot Card Woman sees him in her room yeah. and of course he's still supposed to be dead so what the fuck's going on? So she does some weird voodoo stuff around him because I'll fix it yeah. if ever in doubt voodoo oh, yeah. it out voodoo works every time mm-hmm. um, yeah she does some weird voodoo stuff and then Grab your hands, big fuck off hands, guy. Yes, yeah, yeah, Pinhead. Pinhead. Yeah, he grabs her legs and she falls on the bed. Doesn't he like break her leg? Because she seems to be struggling to walk yeah. then with his mighty hands. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, she can't walk, she's crawling about the floor. Um, there's a bit of a struggle with some of the other puppets then as well, isn't there? Well, there's her struggle for a while because yeah. he's attacking her in the bedroom. And she throws him against the wall. Doesn't she throw him down the stairwell? <laughs> yeah, she throws him at the wall first yeah. and then starts crawling out of her bedroom on the floor and then he wakes up and comes after her again and starts punching her, which is rather well shot in that terrible kind of shot way. Yeah, it is actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's pretty much And she again, after getting punched about three times, remembers that it's only a puppet and actually she can lift it up. So <laughs> she kind of picks it up Throws her over her shoulder, which also very, just happens to easy. be, <laughs> yeah, like it's nothing, yeah. surprisingly. <laughs> and she manages to throw it in between, you know, like where you get the hotel stairs and they go round and round and round and round. So you've got the gap in the middle, straight down the middle of one of those. So he doesn't bounce off the stairs. He goes right down three, four flights of stairs onto the floor. But he's not dead because he gets up and attacks her again for a third time because she's stuck in the lift with him then. She's not stuck in the lift with him, she's stuck in the lift with the blade. Blade turns up in the lift, doesn't he? Because right. she, I think... So I think imagine she... it would take Pinhead quite a while to walk up the stairs. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think she comes down in the lift and he's there. Uh, okay. I can't remember. Yeah, I'm sure there's a third struggle because I'm thinking... <laughs> I'm sure there's a third struggle because each time she has to face Pinhead... Mm. She throws him at a wall or down some stairs, and he still ain't dead. So why throwing him down the wall or down some stairs a second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth time? Why she thinks that's gonna work is beyond me. I don't yeah. understand. Yeah. But yeah, eventually she's in an elevator and she meets Blade. 
No messing around, bleeding fucking around. He's not trying to strangle her or beat her to death. He drops down. We get a bit of a a glint of his blade because I think I think that's the first time we see his blade, isn't it? Because we see the hook because he's pulling the chair with the hook. Yeah. Um, And it's obviously very sharp because it cuts her throat in one clean, swift cut. Um, To be honest, I'm a little bit of a gore hound. I don't like there to be loads of gore, but like. We've got a throat slit here, which is in a you know easy spot for some you know over the top spewing of blood from open wound throat. They they usually go hand in hand. Yeah. But there was no blood. Yeah. Yeah, that was. I don't know if you noticed. Yeah. She yeah. just she sits there holding her throat and then she pulls it away as she you know breathes her last breath, and there's just a big gash in her throat. Yeah. So it's the torrents of blood. Yeah, this part that should be soaked in. Yeah. Um, obviously it was too expensive and didn't want to get the puppets dirty yeah. for future shots. Makes sense, I So we've gone to this hotel, we've had the, or is it, the couple, that one, that one, the, the four psychics, and three of them have already been bumped off. So the only guy that's left is Fancy Hair Guy. The one Fancy Hair Guy and the wife. Now, Fancy Hair Guy has about three different separate dream sequences as in he's dreams like a dream within a dream within a dream yeah like three separate times he wakes up from something weird that's happened but then the wife knocks on his door and tells him that she has to show him something and so they go up to where her husband was previously working working yeah on the notes that the what was the name of the uh, Andre Toulon. Andre Toulon is breaking up. So it looks like her husband picked up where he left off in regards to puppets and. And all of this is kind of glossed over. We don't get told what he's researching or yeah. what he's supposed to be researching. Yeah. What he's found. Yeah. Um, why puppets? Why puppets? Why Andre Toulon is yeah. able to do any of this stuff? It's all just given to you, and you just take it as it is. Yeah. Which is kind of nice for you know it works for some films, um, but we did we did do a little bit of research and apparently not including the remake there are how many Puppet Master movies? Thirteen. Thirteen currently Puppet Master movies. I'm not sure if any of them explain how the magic mojo works. As well, I'm not sure if it's out already or if it's coming out this year. It's called Puppet Master: The Littlest Reich. Which I'm not entirely sure, but based on the based on the name, I'm guessing the puppets are Nazis. From what I've gathered, um, I've never seen any of the Puppet Master movies before, but it's one that people have gone on about, and um, I like a lot of what 88 films release. Um, I especially like a lot of stuff that's on the Full Moon features. Um, they did a lot of movies back in the day they, you know um, you've got the other Puppet Master movies you've got Castle Freak which is one of my personal favourites which I'm sure they will love and if I can get around to watching it we'll definitely do an episode on Castle Freak sounds good um, oh, got Jeffrey Coombs and Barbara Crampton in it be um, yeah so Puppet Master 10 called Axis Rising was also about Natty Puppets it sounds fucking great to be honest <laughs> 
I think it does, uh, from what I've heard, it does go down the Natty route a lot. I think three is very heavily Natty based. Right. The ninth one's called Axis of Evil. I think that was the, that was the more Natty one. Oh, we'll find out. We should watch all of the Puppet Master films, man. Well, I've got one, two, and three, so... Depending on how badly this episode turns out, we might watch two and three. I think 88 films have got four, five, and possibly six available. Yeah, yeah, I don't go out drinking, so most of my money is spent on movies. Terrible, terrible movies. Um, So, yeah, I'll pick them up. (laughs) 13 of them. There's a fucking badass box set that comes in. um, Our friend Chris. And I said to him, but I picked him up. Um, you said about you, you know, yeah, he likes them. The first one's good, and you know, you remember bits and pieces of that as well. Brice pointed out they're releasing Puppet Master. Um, it's getting a special release with like a VHS box. And he's oh, on yeah. about he's on about possibly pre-ordering that. And I was like, oh man, it looks sweet, but I just bought one through three, so I can't justify buying it again, even yeah. if it's in a fancy VHS box. Um, the VHS box then is just one, two, and three, or is there more? I think it's just one, but it's just oh, really? in a VHS box with some other special bits oh, and pieces. Yeah. Like, um, but they've got, I imagine it plays a much larger role in the later films. The actual puppet box, the way oh, they really okay, puts yeah. the puppets in, yeah, yeah, um, and that's got all 12 films because I think Axis of Evil is Axis, the Littlest Reich is yeah. the newest yeah, one, yeah. I think, yeah. that's coming out with Barbara Crampton. Featuring for much longer than three minutes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure she's still only got another bit part. I think I saw like a photo from the set, and I think she's like dressed up as a cop or something. I can't remember, so I don't think she's going to be a main carping carnival. A carping carnival instead of wobbling carnival. She's not even in it for three minutes. She's just in the passing shot. Um, yeah, so we've got all these psychics. They've gone to this fucking hotel. Um, we don't really know what they're there for. Um, other than they've had the call to be there we don't know why they're all looking for the puppets and the notes and all of this stuff mm. it's sort of hinted at that some might know more than others because I think the tarot card woman and the sexy couple they had a little thing going on where they obviously knew there was something yeah. going on yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so we're down to wife and hey guy. fancy hair guy uh, I think fancy hair guy, yeah, he gets called up to the room. Yeah, she shows him the notes her husband has made from the main guy's notepad. From Toulon's notebook. Uh, I think she jibber jabbers something about ancient Egyptian something or other. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so we've got that. I think that I checked out by this point. Yeah, you were done. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you made it almost to the end, yeah, so that's not yeah, bad. Getting better, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I think she makes some reference to ancient Egyptian things. Um, and we see some notes her husband's made. Um, at which point, haircut guy decides we need to get the fuck out of here. And they start running down the stairs. Only to be met by the no longer dead no, actually, he has a vision. A vision, oh, sorry. Yeah, he's, he sees them all in the dining room. So that's... Oh, that's it. Ah, see, it's like I wasn't paying attention either. I mean, I, I enjoyed this movie. I'm not going to, you know, pretend I didn't. But, yeah, my, my concentration was definitely 
not on game. Yeah. Um, yes, he has a vision. We're going to make notes next time. Notes will be smart. Just so we don't lose track of the timeline, you know? We, yeah. it's, it's Keep us focused. Yeah. Uh, he has a vision that they're all in the dining room. And so off he goes and takes her to the dining room. And lo and behold, they are in the dining room. But they're all dead as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> There's the sexy couples at the table. And we see that the woman's got a bit of a mangled face from where... I say mangled face is more like a lower mouth, isn't it? Yeah. I'm not sure how that killed her. No, and I'm not sure how the drug did that to her. Yeah. Seems like just her skin's been ripped off. Yeah. But apparently it's enough to die from. So if you get a drill stuck to you, don't fuck about. Stop drilling. Yeah. If you get like a hair stuck in it, don't like drill it. Don't drill more. Yeah, because it'll <laughs> just rip your scalp off. Yeah. Drill less. Although in all fairness, if you didn't know that, <laughs> you probably deserve everything that's gonna happen to you. Uh yeah. So and and her other half, boyfriend, husband, wherever the fuck he is, he sat at the table all dead with leeches stuck on him. And Tarot Cardwoman's sat there with a dead dog and her slit throat and then she walks into shot but the dead guy now very much alive dun 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 Alex Whitaker has returned from the dead except not really because apparently he's dead but he's some form of yeah like a sentient zombie yeah ethereal being um which is a bit weird but he goes on this massive rant about, you know, haircut guys all like, oh, you bastard, why did you bring us here? He's all like, because you're all psychic and you'd eventually pick up on what was happening, so I had to bring you here to kill you. Okay. The dialogue was a little better than this, in all fairness. <laughs> Not <by> much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was maybe delivered Fine, better, maybe, but, yeah. but I'm not an actor. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, and he claims to be all powerful and, you know, uh, haircut guy's all like oh, I'll stop you you bastard and he's like you can't stop me I'm all powerful what I don't get is how can he bring himself back from the dead <sighs> yeah I'm not sure how he does he that he did say that he brought himself back from the dead yeah if you're dead you're dead yeah you can't physically do anything about that <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's like the other plane he was on about because um, there, there, yeah. there were talks about the planes and like he says makes some like snidey remark about oh my wife won't understand, so why don't you explain Doctor, whatever the guy's name is, like he knows, and apparently he knows, so maybe it's just something we don't know. Yeah. Maybe this other plane theory is just something us lowly bums of no science know very we little have, about. We have no science. <laughs> we don't need no science here. Um, and yeah. Maybe, maybe we should have paid a little bit more attention, maybe then we'd be a bit more informed. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, but I think I mean, with a lot of these, sure, like, I'm pretty sure that wasn't explained all that well. No, I'm pretty sure it's just you have to go with it. With with a lot of these films, you just you don't question it. You start questioning anything, anything they give you, any piece of information, any yeah. tidbit, and it all falls apart because yeah. you start questioning everything. So you just have to roll with it. True. But um, yes, uh, this Alex he declares himself all powerful, and you know he can't be stopped, and his wife does something and she gets bitch slapped yeah he punches her in the face and that's when shocked uh, <laughs> that's when we see shock, shock jester dun, dun, dun. and he's looking around with his shocked face at all his pals like what the fuck 
But apparently, this Alex guy has been controlling the puppets. Yeah. To a degree, I think. I think yeah. they work for him. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we get to see shock-faced Jester. Yeah. And then we get to see sassy-faced Jester, because he's yeah. having none of this slapping women around business. Like no, go on, Jester, boy. You tell him I was done. It does feel like that was the turning point where the... Where the film got interesting? Well, no, I mean, where... <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> not talk crazy where the puppet sort of turned on their master because he punched the woman. woman which to a degree doesn't make any sense at all because yeah. this woman is of no substance to the the, the overall um, layout of things she's not like yeah the, the puppets mean nothing to her the, yeah. the, she means nothing to the puppets she's the wife of the puppet master yeah. uh, but the puppet master controls the puppets if the puppet master decides to bitch slap his wife the puppets shouldn't give a shit because they're puppets to the puppet master yeah if that makes sense I think so but anyway the puppets are all like fuck this shit and so Pinhead I think starts some giving Alex some grief yeah because he goes in the lift yeah I can't remember how he ends up in the lift I think he's going somewhere oh that's it he starts kicking the shit out of um, oh yeah Doctor Hay here you go yeah um, and yeah just like really slow drawn out punches like I've never seen anybody fight like that yeah. <laughs> it, it's big raised fist pause till he's looking at you Swing fist, pull fist back, cock it, hold it, swing fist. It was very weird. Yeah, Usually when people are, you know, fighting, it's just... It's more frantic than that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he kicks the shit out of Doctor here, I guess, in the lift. But Pinhead is waiting for him. And Pinhead attacks him. Yeah, he sort of puts his drill into his calf. That's drill bit head, drill bit head, tunneler. Tunneler, yeah. Uh, what's his face? Pinhead is arms. Oh yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. So Pinhead, Pinhead's arguing, arguing. They don't talk. They just make funny noises and do funny faces. So Pinhead is arguing, arguing. Fucking hell. <laughs> Pinhead's not happy. So he's in the lift and he's, you know, hey, mate, except he can't talk. He's like, I've had enough of this shit. You can't do that. And tries to pull on his leg. Oh, yeah, I remember now, yeah. And then he pulls Pinhead's head off. Yeah, they have a little bit of a spat and he picks him up. He's what are you fucking looking at? And pulls his head off. And he's like, I'm the fucking puppet master. Except he doesn't really say that. But I kind of got the impression he wanted to. Yeah. And then who turns up? Basically, they all turn up, all yeah. the puppets turn up, and through joint effort, they defeat the undefeatable superpower master puppet master. Yeah, I guess like fingers chopped off and drilled through the leg and. Drilled through the temple. Yeah, so they get stabbed a few times. Leech woman turns up. She sticks a big fat fuck off leech in his mouth. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> Fucking huge that's, leech. Yeah. So, and uh, yeah Lil Beoldie's dead then it cuts to the next morning there's a taxi being called for long haired doctor 
And off he goes. Yeah. Wife picks up. Tell you what I thought was weird. Was, um, there's this fight going on with the, the puppet sons, the puppet master on the left. And hair guy and wife are outside the left. Just... <laughs> the entire crying. time. Yeah, just... <clears throat> the wife's crying. And I don't know what he's doing. I don't know, I think he's sitting there nursing his wounds after just being smacked in the face 12 times. But then, why not just leave? Run away. Yeah. I mean, all of the threat is contained in the lift. So get out while you can. Go back. But now she's obviously, maybe, I say obviously, I mean, I don't know, I didn't write it. Um, I'm assuming it's because it's her husband. Maybe Mm. she was hoping she could try and save him. Yeah, I mean, if he says he's come back from the dead and then punches you in the face, it's pretty much a lost cause. Yeah, pretty much done. Yeah. Yeah, if my wife ever comes back from the dead and punches me in the face, I said yeah. I'm off. Yeah, yeah. I pack up my films and my fucking PlayStation and I'm gone. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but yeah, we cut to the following morning. It's like a, a literal cut to the following morning. There's no, like, you know, whole dramatic pause. It's they're at the lift watching inside we see Alex dead and then pans out to them sitting outside the lift looking wife crying cut to following morning following morning she's saying goodbye to the doctor I'm not sure how many times I'm going to say following morning for a couple (laughs) cuts to (laughs) next morning we see Dr. Longe and yeah, he's had a taxi called and he's all off. You ever down east visit? <laughs> and he guess guess gone. He's gone. That's it. He's gone. She's left. Wife has left. Everybody dead. I don't know what she's gonna do. Was she gonna phone the police or anything? She doesn't seem to give a shit. She's just she, swanning round. Tell you what happened. She picks up the weird fucking dog. She picks up the taxi doomy dog. And then the next shot, the dog's alive. Dun, dun, dun. Up the stairs. Looks. A bit less weird than it did when it was a taxi dairy dog, but not that much less weird. I think it's because they're two different dogs. Well, <laughs> it's a weird looking fucking dog, regardless. Oh, it's a weird looking dog. Yeah. Um, it's sort of a cross between a. What is it? Pekingese? Pekingese, is that the one? No. Shit, too. It's like one of those stupid fucking flat faced little fuzzy dogs. Um, I, for the record, I do like dogs, just not anything that is not a dog. Well this I've I've personally I've got like a a category of dogs. If it's you know, too small, it's not a dog. You can't call dogs are supposed to be descended from wolves, do you know what I mean? They're supposed to be big. By the very definition, a dog big. Little chihuahuas and fucking Bijon Frises and all these little fluffy not dogs. They're like, I don't know, what's something smaller than a wolf? A hyena's smaller than a wolf. A chival is smaller. What's a, what's a canine type animal that's smaller than a wolf? I find it insulting to proper dogs that these little dogs are being called dogs. When you look at, like, I don't know, a fucking Rottweiler next to a Chihuahua, you can see that a Rottweiler could have come from a wolf because it's big, it's strong, it looks fucking mean as fuck. A Chihuahua looks like it came from a rat and, I don't know, Something else small, making some cross fucking breeding going on. (laughs) That's just you know my opinion. I don't like little dogs. Um, 
And, you know, you can tell me about how cute this dog is and that dog is. I don't give a fuck. It's not a dog. It's a little animal of some description. It's not a dog. Real dogs are big. Um, cat dog. Cat dog. It's, it's a weird little rat dog. Rat dog. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> rat dogs. Yeah, she's walking up the stairs and she's got the power. She's obviously somehow unexplained, so don't question it, inherited the ability so to bring shit to life. Now, when I was watching it, I questioned it because obviously the dude coming back to life, Alex, bad boy Alex, he's a real human being full of real human guts and they haven't taken him out. They're still in him when he's dead. The dog has been dead for a while and his stuffed is full of sawdust. Yeah. But she manages to bring it back to life. But then it also occurred to me the dolls are never real but they've been brought to life. So it kind of... I asked too many questions there. Yeah. I should have not asked that question. Yeah. Should have just left it alone. Because I asked the question, it sort of ruined the movie a little bit. Damn it. Yeah. Silly me. You know, like I said, never ask questions. Just roll wherever they throw at you. Yeah. So yeah, as a whole, what did you think, Dave? Did you love it? Did you hate it? <laughs> did it make you want to cry? Well, I've not seen Puppet Master in years. The first time I saw it must have been about 20 years ago and that's the last time I saw it and I remember enjoying it 20 years ago but I don't think it holds up all that well <laughs> hasn't aged that well for you yeah. I mean it was it was enjoyable like it wasn't a bad film was it no it's a, when we say bad film we mean basically by today's standards if you were to try and palm this off as like a major release it would just get shot all over. Um, I really like low-budget films because they have to be very creative with what they do. Yeah. And I think this is proof of that and the ability to be creative. Yeah. Now with things like CGI, you haven't got to be as creative anymore. Um, one of the podcasts, other podcasts I listen to, I don't know if you listen to it, is From My Parents' Basement. Yeah. Yeah. And... Um, they were discussing on one of the episodes recently um, that one of the gentlemen on there went to see Jaws with a live orchestra. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I think I was just this time, so yeah. He was saying about how, like, it's, it's a basically because the shark kept breaking down, obviously, because salt water mechanics don't mix, um, the film was shot completely different to how they were originally planning to shoot it. Yeah. But actually, it worked in the favour seeing less of the shark mm. because it was more mysterious it created more tension and all this sort of stuff yeah <clears throat> and I think with lower budgets you have to be able to try and make that magic which is why we see a lot of the low camera angles it's to imply that there's something there yeah you never see it yeah. you never see um, there's quite a few bits where you don't see full shots of the puppets you just see like the appendages of various descriptions yeah. you know being used or you know on the scene yeah and same with some of the kills and the gore and stuff a lot of it is you have to be very constructive when you're on a limited budget yeah um, I don't think there was anything that looked particularly awful um, being yeah. in mind it was shot you've got several pieces that were used with real puppets there's some stop animation puppets which I love stop animation I got a real big soft spot for soft stop animation yeah um but it's blatantly obvious that there's stop animation these days it's not it doesn't blend as well as it used to yeah um, 
But I think overall the film still holds up looks wise on special effects. It doesn't look particularly terrible. Yeah. Um, again, we sort of blitzed through it and laughed and joked about the plot and the rest of it. But I thought it was all right. Yeah. It was a pretty good storyline. Um, like I said, I've already... I mean, at the end of the day, you're going into this film, you're not expecting a masterpiece. You know, it's... I think that's one of the things that I really enjoy about watching these older movies is like a lot of them have just been shat on that they are it's fucking terrible so you go in expecting a terrible movie and like nine times out of ten you come out pleasantly surprised um 88 films in particular and arrow films um they release a lot of movies that i've never seen or in some cases heard of yeah some of them they're very familiar for the um like the movie posters back in the days of video shops that weren't you know blockbusters you'd walk in and the place would be plastered with posters. There'd be yeah. posters everywhere because that's how people saw movies. Yeah. It was posters. There was a lot of work went into posters. Yeah. Um, you'd have the VHS box set. I mean, a lot of these movies were sold based on how they looked. If they drew you in with the imagery, you would pick it up to look at it. Yeah. And I remember a lot of these things as a kid in the video shop, looking at a lot of these movies and a lot of these boxes. And a lot of that stuff has sort of stuck with me in my head. So when like Arrow or 88 Films announce, oh, this is our new slate, this is what we're releasing. Sometimes a lot of it rings bells without me knowing why. Yeah. Like I see the like imagery and I'm like, why the why does it want I'm, I'm, I've never seen that. Really. Yeah. And I'm all like, ah, oh, yeah, but if you look at the actual proper work, it's the artwork, that's why I remember seeing that, that fucking poster for Maniac Cop in the... Um, you know, video shop and yeah. uh, being scary as fuck because it's a cop that goes around and he's a maniac cop yeah. and cops are supposed to help people. Yeah, not be maniacs. Not be maniacs, fucking maniac. Mm. But yeah, no, I thought it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to watching the Nazi pup- puppets. Nazi puppets, I think that's three. I'll have a look. Um, yeah, in terms of rating you want to give it a rating we're going to do a rating system how about we just do like a, a watch avoid yeah type thing i'd rather not give a numerical value to a complex opinion <laughs> yeah it makes it very complicated when you give numerical values because sometimes yeah. you might give one the same as something that's not as good by accident and then you have to like question your whole existence yeah exactly so we'll keep it simple and yeah. watch miss bin yeah, that's a good rating system. Like that. <laughs> it's a straightforward one. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna miss it, like wouldn't you also bin it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, a watch or bin. Yeah. That makes oh, yeah. it even more. Uh... <laughs> so there we are. Watch or bin. Yeah. I, I, I give it a watch. Yeah, definitely. Give it a watch. Yeah. Interested in the sequels? Yeah, I am actually. Yeah. So you know, there we are, folks. That's that's a testament to you know. If you're willing to watch the sequels, then it's got to be worth a watch, haven't it? For me, it's definitely a watch. Um, I love all this terrible old school shit. Um, and yeah, I got two and three. Uh, depending on how this episode turns out, because obviously this is uh, the first one we've done where we've talked about films, we've done absolutely no planning other than watch the film, which you would think is suitable enough planning. Cause, well, you think so. Yeah, you've watched it. It should be fresh in your mind. Yeah. But apparently... It, it, it doesn't help. help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so there we are. Uh, friend... I, know, I think we covered all the story beats. I think we uh, 
Yeah, we, we didn't want to go, you know, word for word, scene for scene, just in case you want to watch it. We want to leave something to your imagination. You uh, say that just because you can remember something. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you've seen it, let us know what you think. If this review has swayed you to watch it, let us know that we did such a good job. <laughs> the last hour shitting on it. Yeah, well, it was kind of shitting on it, but it's that whole thing of it's not. A great movie and if you go in expecting a great movie yeah. you're going to thoroughly be disappointed yeah. if you go in expecting a movie that was made in 1987 and it's not going to look great but they're going to make an effort and they're going to try and do some interesting things you'll be in for a treat yeah i agree um so yeah as for our next episode i don't think we've discussed what we're going to do for our next episode yet any plans for our next episode sure we'll figure something out yeah there we are it'll be a surprise We'll yeah. keep you all hanging. We'll be surprised. Yeah, you'll be surprised. It's another episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, follow us on all the social media stuff. If you can find us, uh, be groovy, Goody podcast to some degree. Um, oh, Goody's podcast. Goody's podcast on Twitter. Um, depending on how this goes, we'll set up an Instagram page and all the rest of it. Yeah. In other 88 film news, while I remember, um, for those of you who are not aware, by the time this episode comes out, 88 films would have released Grizzly, which uh, I have not seen, but I'm very keen to see, so I've pre-ordered it. Uh, maybe we could do an episode on Grizzly at some point. Grizzly is about an 18-foot bear on a rampage murdering people in a park. Sounds good. And it's basically like stock footage of a bear pottering around and then a man in a suit attacking people. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, have a look on YouTube. Trailers are up. Go pre-order it, watch it, let me know what you think. Uh, don't let Dave know because Dave doesn't care. <laughs> but I'm very interested in people's thoughts on Grizzly. I love an animal attack movie, so there's not many good ones. I'm not sure Grizzly is going to be a good one, but I'm hoping it is. <laughs> Um, it sounds awesome in all fairness. It yeah. does sound, it's got potential. Yeah. The concept I is like there. The stock footage, but yeah. especially, yeah. Okay, folks, thanks for listening, Thank and uh, we'll see you again. Bye.